What's going on, everybody? Derek D here, and this is episode 17 of the Derek D Dozen. Hey, I appreciate you listening, folks. I, uh, you know, make sure you follow the show on Instagram, right? At Derek D Dozen. DM me a topic if you'd like, and I'll talk about it on the show. But today, I have a guest, and of course, when we have a guest, the guest is the topic. He's a very talented comedian, writer, producer, opens for the Impractical Jokers, has performed all over the world. He's also a really good cook. Folks, I'm talking about my buddy, Jiggy. Yeah. What's up, Derek D with the frosty tips? I don't know if anyone <laughs> out there in, in audio land can't see the frosty tips, but it looks like you're doing an audition for LFO circa 99. Like you're you're looking for your Abercrombie girls. Yeah, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> uh, that's a good song. I actually like that song, though. That's a good song. It's a great song. Underrated. LFO as a boy band, I would say I would put them in the top, top three most underrated boy bands for sure. Yeah, along with 98 Degrees and uh, O-Town. O-Town is underrated i i would say that 98 degrees of those three you just named got the most shine i mean it was backstreet boys in sync 98 degrees rounded out everyone's top three but lfo had some bangers and they're not even in people's top five i would say <laughs> yeah you're probably right a jiggy with a solid boy band commentary but uh actually rest in peace to that lead singer of lfo he he died. I know. That is sad. He was the Boston connection on that boy band as well. Well, this this podcast is now dedicated to LFO. <laughs> to LFO. <laughs> LFO and boy bands, which, as you know, I, of course, used to be in a boy band mixed results, and I've talked about it on this podcast before. And that's why I did that whole uh, sync dance thing. You saw that video, right? Uh, I didn't, but that's going to be the first thing I do after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously? Oh, man. I, I Listen, I blame Instagram's algorithm, but it, it's right when I bleached my hair blonde, and it was May, so it's going to be May, but... Anyway, we aren't here to talk about boy bands. Jiggy is here. His name is really Mark, and I always wonder if I say your last name right. Jigarjian? That's actually great. That's really nice. good. Yeah, it's like Cigar, but Jigarjian. Long Armenian last name. Tricky, but you nailed it. Nice. Yeah, because I just call him Jiggy, and that's where he gets the nickname Jiggy. It's not because he's trying to be like, hey, Will Smith's song came out, and that's going to be my nickname. His last name is literally starts with J. So that's why he's Jiggy, a stand-up comic, producer, very funny and clever dude. As I said, he opens up for the Impractical Jokers, tours all over, putting on his shows, even overseas, and just an all-around great dude. Yeah. Well, uh, except during quarantine, still trying to figure it out. Oh, right. <laughs> during yeah. He tours all over the world, unless there's a global pandemic, and then he will be doing shows out of his living room, which is what I've been doing. That's true. Or literally out of my kitchen. Uh, but everyone has to adapt. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that you felt the same thing. But you, I've always known you, you've, you've done your auditions through your house. You've been one of those guys, like, yeah. you can do stuff, so many stuff from your own backyard, which it's I love crazy. that. I had, to, I had to put my own Derek D spin on my life <laughs> in recent months. <laughs> but, J- but Jiggy's great. Like, he, like you said, he does these comedy shows from home, but he also does, like, cooking with Jiggy. Jiggy's actually a really good cook. He does cooking with Jiggy and all this stuff, and you can watch on Instagram live. So definitely uh, follow uh, Jiggy on Instagram, at Jiggy Comedy. But I, I initially met Jiggy on my old podcast, PBR our podcast with uh, Polano and uh, Gatto and those guys. And uh, that's how I originally met you. And then from there, you know, we've done a bunch of stuff together and fast forward Jiggy and uh, John Kilmer, who John Kilmer is Jiggy's uh, writing partner, producing partner. They're both from Boston. They uh, wrote a movie together called the Primrose. 
and I had a role in that film, and we shot it in Boston. It was awesome. Yeah, you sure had a role a role in that film, which was a lot of fun. And and last year we spent uh, touring the film festival market, which was a whole other learning curve. Uh, yeah. And we had a lot of fun with that. And that that movie is actually going to be coming out on um, on Amazon very soon, actually. So that goes into where we're starting to make our new film, and part of the promoting of the new film is going to be releasing our film the primrose that you were in on amazon so it's gonna be coming very soon hopefully this summer oh that's awesome i didn't even know that i just learned that just now on this podcast <laughs> episode 17 dropping uh dropping premiere knowledge <laughs> yeah well i told john i was like you know people should probably watch the movie <laughs> that, that should be a goal of this is like people to actually watch it but you know you tour when you do an independent film like part of it is you want to go through the film festival circuit yeah. and a lot of trying to get into the film festivals is they don't want the movie to be released they want it to be, to be you know the tampa premiere the uh you know xyz premiere so uh that's why there's a hesitation to release anything because it kind of takes you off the festival market but now that we're you know especially with the pandemic i don't think film festivals are going to be around for a while so we're like let's put it out so that's that's going to be happening very soon yeah that's a great idea i mean i was at the premiere of the primrose in boston and uh, we had one here at the mammoth film festival in jersey i was on a paddle with uh, jiggy and uh, mark gagnon who was the lead and plays my younger brother in the film who's a very funny comedian as well we had uh, another showing at the Friars Club in the city, which was awesome. Right. And uh, yep, that was a great night. Yeah. And uh, but besides being a writer and producer on the Primrose, you were also like the craft services guy for the whole film. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know. It's just funny to me. Whenever, you know, you're doing something that's independent or, or micro budget, which is what we were trying to do, you have to wear a lot of different hats. And so uh, along with, you know, uh, assisting with directing and the writing process and casting, when it came down to shooting, I was in charge of all the the meals which was honestly this most stressful part <laughs> of the entire thing i'm like did derek d eat his sandwich i felt like everyone's grandmother <laughs> get derek d his sandwich and we were eating like papa gino's which is a pizza place in boston and uh d'angelo's right and uh d'angelo's right what did i say no you said papa gino's we probably ate from them papa, too. oh yeah papa gino's papa gino's was uh was our dinner, and then D'Angelo's was our lunch every single day. I like D'Angelo's because it pretty much was my last name, so that was cool. Right, I know, and I even got tripped. I'm like, uh, what, did I say misspeak? But yeah, a lot of fun, And uh, but that's that's part of the process. It's just like starting a small business. Like You have to wear a lot of different hats, and doing a, a micro-budget or independent film is the same thing. But a lot of good memories came out of it, definitely. Oh, oh, for sure. It was such a good time. I mean, we shot it in the summer in Boston. They got a big... Airbnb house for the entire cast. So for the days I was there uh, and on set, we formed this bond with everybody, cast and crew, and it was just a really cool uh, experience. And you're talking about fundraising and independent film and like, you know, how it's unique when you don't have a big budget and all, and you have to figure out ways to do things. That said, Jiggy and uh, John have a new movie coming out called, well, it's not coming out yet. They're doing some fundraising for it, but it's called Day Drinkers. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a it's a it's a comedy, right? And uh, it's three dudes. They go on a rescue mission. One of their wives was abducted by a cult. That's right. Yeah. So it, nice. So when, when going into this movie, one thing that John and I wanted to tackle was like uh, doing kind of um, a mix of genres. You know, comedy is kind of our strong suit, but we wanted to mix comedy with horror and thriller. And my whole thing was I definitely wanted to do something that was based on true events. So we found the, these events that happened in one of the most haunted forests in America and Freetown State Forest uh, outside of Massachusetts. Um, 
about a satanic cult that was in the early 1980s. So we're basing our story based on those true events that happened um, and obviously putting our own comedic twist on it. But uh, setting the movie in the 80s was something I really wanted to do, making sure it was based on true events, and then also having something that cross-genred, which was what uh, is going to be kind of horror, thriller, comedy. And I like that it's called Day Drinkers because, I mean, let's be honest, like, it's, I think it's more fun to drink during the day than go out at night till like 2 a.m. Yeah. And, and as you get older, I think <laughs> as you get older, I think you do more day drinking, especially with your friends because you can't stay it up is as, as late. you get older, too. So <laughs> it's a little bit of that, but it's kind of in the. Uh, the tone of it is almost in the the tone of like a horrible bosses type of thing, you know, where horrible bosses oh, on its face is three people trying to murder their bosses, but it's obviously doesn't have that tone, which isn't the same thing. Our movie is about a satanic cult. Uh, but you know, the tone of it's going to be a lot lighter and more fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you and John, so you know, it's going to be fun. I mean, I love the premise. So, you know, if there's an opportunity to work with you guys again on this one, I am down for that, but there's a really cool and uh, unique way John and Jiggy are fundraising for this. I- explain that because I thought it was well, it was genius. Well, when we uh, we did all of our fundraising for the Primrose uh, crowdfunding, which was we were very fortunate to have a lot of fan support, and they did all the fundraising for that movie. Uh, but going into this, we wanted to do something where people could still support, but but they wouldn't have to open their wallet or open their uh, credit card or anything to support it. So the way that people can support the movie is simply by listening to ambient sleep albums that John and I made (laughs) under a artist named the snoozers. So the snoozers, as we did it, is the only face of a sleep artist in the world. So we call ourselves the number one, the world's number one ambient sleep artist. (laughs) And by you streaming our sleep albums every night, you contribute about a buck or two to the film. So all you have to do is go to Spotify, Apple Music, and stream our albums at night. And we tried to make them, John has a music background. That's where he comes, you know, that's what he's done for over a decade. So these are beautiful sleep albums. And by you listening to them, you donate about a buck or two a night. And so our goal is to get, um, you know, hundreds or thousands of people to start listening to these because they really love them. And the byproduct will be this film, The Day Drinkers. So you can literally use the music to help you fall asleep, of course, but you can just put it on, stream it, turn your volume down if you don't want to listen to it. And you're helping make money for the film with no money out of pocket. It's just a a win-win. And the music is all original, right? It's all original. So we took sounds um, that we purchased different sounds and mixed them. And then on top of that, we have, uh, you know, very soothing, relaxing uh, piano chords and pads. So it's like this, it's almost like you feel like you're at a spa. We've actually had a lot of folks hit us up and tell us that they uh, work with it. So they'll put it on the background. We have three albums out. Uh, one is Key West Thunderstorm. Uh, another is California, which is uh, beach sounds with little birds and shit. That's and great. then we also have um, Vermont Campfire, which is uh, like you feel like you're in the forest in New England with uh, crickets and fire. And so it's, 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 uh, it's great. We've actually really enjoyed making the albums. And uh, I think people have been very supportive. And just in beta testing in a week, we already have uh, about 40,000 streams of the albums. So wow. we just hit, we just hit 40,000 this morning. Wow. That's, that's awesome. I mean, 40,000 dude in just a week. That's great. Yeah. So it's really exciting. We're super excited about the film and making another film and going through that process and getting people on board this early uh, is really, uh, I think, another fun part because we can update people along the process in a way that we weren't able to do before. So if people want to find the albums, I know that like every different platform is a little different. So you can, our uh, our URL, if you want to look us up, is badboysofsleep.com. So if you go to badboysofsleep.com, it will have all the links to where we play from Spotify 
Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Or you can just look up the snoozers. Look up the snoozers. Can't you also call a number, 205-751-4116? Yep, and if you text that number, uh, that will automatically put you into, uh, you can fill out a form and you'll get text updates about the film or the film process. Yeah, dude, that's such a good idea because it's like an outside of the box way of fundraise thinking by saying, just listen to these soothing sounds with no money out of pocket and you'll donate a, a couple bucks and get a good night's sleep. I mean, 40,000 streams, what's what's that like revenue wise? You get about a half cent per stream. So uh, each track is about a minute. So it's about a dollar or two per night, but still it, it, it adds up. Our goal is to have a thousand people streaming a night. And if we can get to that, then we should be able to hit the film budget. Um, you know, we should be able to nail that. So uh, the more the merrier. I think we're going to continue to do these sleep sounds to fund other projects that we have. But the goal is just to get a lot of people involved, give something instead of taking something and know that when you are listening to something that you're also helping with another creative project. Oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, to support the film and get a great night's sleep, head to badboysofsleep.com and at the snoozers on all social media. Uh, Jiggy has a podcast called Taste Funny Podcast that I've been a guest on as well. Yep. Dude, thanks so much for coming on the show. And once all this pandemic shit is over, let's get together. Man. Dude, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, man. I'll talk to you soon. No doubt. Thanks for listening, everybody. DerekD.com for all my stuff. I'm Derek D and I will talk to you guys on the next one. Mood.tv.